Eric. Okay. Um, we haven't just met up today. I feel like we've uh, seen each other a little bit today already. Yeah, I feel dirty. That's all right. We've both been a little dirty. I, I did not plan on being dirty, but this will not be a dirty episode. This is episode 32 of the Beyond the Curve DMX podcast. Episode 31 just came out because we were behind. This week we're on time, but uh, we're kind of throwing this one down in between uh, internal examinations, sick <laughs> kids, and dirty people. So, um, what's going on in the motocross world? Lots going on right now. A little bit of racing this weekend at Dade. Um, what do we got? We got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. We had Gold Cup this weekend. Yes, and I was supposed to go to that, but guess what happened? Real estate. Yeah, it's never so ending battle. I uh, didn't get the opportunity to go down and, and check out the Gold Cup. Um, I feel really bad about that, but I mean, at this point, when you're running the business and sometimes you are the business, you have to go do the business. So um, we'll talk about Gold Cup a little bit. I, I'm glad that they had great weather. I mean, it was absolutely gorgeous on Sunday. So. But I want to talk a little bit of Dade City. We had a reintroduction to motocross for one of the Schaefer boys. Yeah, yeah, my oldest uh, did well. He pulled a fifth overall. Okay. So um, he had fun. Uh, lots of fun there at Dade City this weekend uh, for everybody. Track was nice. Pretty soupy in the morning uh, for practice. But other than that, um, it's a pretty good day of racing for everybody, I think. Kind of a just a normal Dade City weekend yeah, versus just all the, yeah, relaxing the hype and, and everything else. I uh, worked on a lot of bikes this weekend, but other than that, it was it was well. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, I want to touch a little bit about the uh, electric bike and the reintroduction reintroduction to Oak for Oakley. I want to talk a little bit about Bowen and just kind of the growth of learning that it's not always perfect that's what's the great thing about these sports uh we were at a horse show this weekend and you know the girls some would win some would lose but they stay on the horse they're learning disciplines they're learning it's all about learning and that's what i was trying to explain to one of the parents this weekend because we went as a fan my daughter's coaching i'm just there hanging out uh, my wife's horse was competing and we're just there, and I'm like, how you, how, how'd you enjoy it? And the girl's like, it was okay. We only got fourth. I'm like, did you learn something? Yeah, I said, okay. Well, there you go. It was good. Yeah, it was. it's a it's a broad spectrum for all kids. But, um, like, my oldest has an issue with losing. And uh, so we had a struggle. Uh, he didn't get a trophy because fourth was the cutoff for trophies. Uh, and um, So, like, when it comes to kids like that, it, it's hard to – especially for him who's just getting back into it. I mean, he took a fifth. Yeah. I didn't expect him to go out there and beat anybody um, after not racing like two years, and he only raced like once. Yeah. So it, it's hard to it, it's hard for kids to grasp that, I suppose. Um, but we, we don't believe in participation trophies either. Yeah. So, you know, next week we'll – try to get him back into it and um, so is he going to do it again next weekend i think so he gained a lot of knowledge um we're going to train with cole bradford again this week and um let him learn some more and just keep on trucking i think i think the electric bike era has really helped him so i think from here on out it 
the issue is going to be jumping to a 65 next, yeah. but um, we got a whole other year on that electric bike, so I got high hopes. And he's around the noise. I, th- I think that's so a lot of it at this point is um, being at the races all the time has helped a lot, and seeing it every single weekend. Um, Bowen brought home second place. He was on rails. I mean, that kid was absolutely riding. So I, there's literally no complaints from me this weekend. Um, did, did he hop on the mini or did he just do the P? P- he w? did. He did both. Okay. Um, he always struggles on the mini, but he there, he's got a lot of improvement on there too. He's jumping stuff now, and um, it's fun. Like it's really fun. Caleb Groves that was on here. He was the only one in his classes, so he won obviously. But he was still out there. He looked really smooth with what we got going on with him, and um, even some adverse bike troubles. We we got around all that and. Made some concoctions to work for the weekend, and um, he's looking looking really smooth. So, so I, did he leave there and go down to Moto Bros? Or he didn't, he, just no. because of all the bike issues. There was there was some money problems. Uh, I mean, it's it's motocross. It's hard. Uh, yeah. You got bike problems. It's it's very expensive. Yeah. So, um, but we got him fixed up, and he, like I said, that he's really improving week by week. Everything looks smoother. He's more dialed in. His mental game is there. Um, all the things that you know just us talking through the week um i think it's really be- playing a big part in in the mental the mental side of his racing which is where he struggled so, so will you guys be doing gold cup this weekend i'm not sure what we're going to do this weekend we're actually talking about a break um before our big race that we're going to talk about here in a little bit yeah but um i'm not 100 percent positive so there this weekend there's many options this weekend in Florida for anybody. Um, there's Pax Tracks is holding a pit bike race, which is also uh, bikes up from 50s all the way up to 85. So it's just a minis race. Um, there's a money class for the pit bikes. I think they're paying out like four grand. Oh wow! Um, we talked about going up there and uh, spending some time up there. Pax is a beautiful facility, as we've said a hundred times. Um, we had CJ on the podcast. Um, there's the I-4 Triple Crown at Moto Bros this weekend at Okeechobee. Um, Gold Cup is at Orlando this weekend. So there's there's lots of races to pick from. That's where we um, could. That's where if you went to Gold, go go to Gold Cup this weekend, you can talk to the chaplain that we had on. Yeah, he was. Chaplain. I got to see him last week at Gatorback. Okay. So um, I see him around quite a bit anymore. We I got to watch his daughter race a little bit, Kylie. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot to pick from this weekend, so it's all yeah. up in the air at this point. And I can tell you, I'm probably not going to get to see any of it this weekend. Just stuff going on. Um, but that being said, I do have a business trip tomorrow. Yes, you do. So I will be leaving our area at five to go spend the day with Rylan to discuss logistics for 2024 and his schedule. Now, the funny thing is, you'll like this. We were discussing when I was coming up, and he's like, well, I have an early morning, all-you-can-exert bike ride for one hour. I'm like, okay. I said, I'll just head up early. And he's like, well, I'll wait for you if you want to go with me. <laughs> and I'm like, um, no, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll go get some coffee and something to eat, and you just let me know when you're done, showered, <laughs> and I'll, 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 we'll meet up. And he's like, you sure you don't want to go? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. There's a little difference between a 51-year-old man and a supercross racer going out for a bike ride. My full exertion would be make it to the stop sign, 
make it to the next stop sign, turn around, come back. I mean, he's going for an hour. I don't. I haven't ridden a bike in an hour, and I couldn't tell you the last time. No. So that ain't happening. No. So we're gonna. He and I are gonna sit down tomorrow and just. I don't get to watch him ride. He's not riding tomorrow, but but that's okay. We're gonna sit down and actually discuss the boring part of the business side of yeah. what we do. So uh, let's wrap it right into Dade City here on the 28th, then, because. Um, I talked about this last week. Dade City's holding a money class. <laughs> Dade City's holding a money class for uh, a big a big money race for everybody on October 28th. Our rider Rylan Munson will be there, so we're calling all all pros, all privateers to come come join in on the fun and the battles. Um, I think there's going to be some really exciting racing that weekend. We got the money race, the pumpkin race costume contest there's going to be some a bunch of pros there we had jet lawrence last year uh ronnie renner um who else was there wait uh, speaking of ronnie renner is he riding a moto cf now electric bike i've i've been watching a bunch of his stuff but i haven't seen that because he's not with katoom anymore but i was one i was wondering if that was a new thing because i know cf moto they've been putting out a lot of bikes yeah utvs yeah, and yeah. all kinds of stuff so i know he is in partnership with them so okay. it's very very possible it's just another one of those local guys that's done well for himself and yeah he also has a really badass el camino yeah so no i didn't mean to interrupt you but it hit me when you said that no, I was like, good. i've seen him on that cf i think it was an electric bike that he was riding mm-hmm. so but no that'll be that'll be cool and and it'll be fun to see rylan ride um if you saw the little dog that's mia <laughs> and the monster is awake from the nap, so but he yeah. seems like he's good. So um, we do. It's middle of the day here. It's absolutely gorgeous, 75 degrees. We're on the pool deck. Um, Derek and I came straight from. We're going to talk a little bit. I'm, I'm going to tie that into some motocross etiquette stuff. I think it's important. Um, we go to all these races, and Derek and I just came from a house that we were just picking up debris, Filth. basically. Um, it's a house that Michelle and I will be listing, and Derek's done some work on the house, and the former people just left it trash, just trash. Mm-hmm. And it goes to, it's the same thing with, why, why do you have to be dirty, for one? But then, we, let's tie it into racing. Why do I have to go to a race and pick up after you? Yeah. There's trash cans, or you have a camper, Put the stuff in your camper or put it in your trailer. Get some trash bags. Because, man, these places don't exist if we don't take care of them. Yeah, and they're dwindling quickly. Yeah, so that that when we were out there today doing that and cleaning that up, it was like it goes right back to what we do. Like, why are, why are we having to clean up after these people? So, uh Oh, we have the big dog coming now, <laughs> and this is River. But so I was just like, "What's your like? You you go to you go to a lot more of the amateur races. When we went to Dade City that one time, there was a young lady standing beside me, and she just threw her water bottle on the ground, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's mind blowing. What are you doing? It's the generation. I'm I'm an older, I'm a younger but older minded generational person, and um, the the younger generation, there's no hope. Yeah, it's just it's like. 
just take care of your stuff. Like, yeah. there, there's trash cans. And what was amazing is there's trash cans usually all over the place. Or someone's got a trash bag. You can throw it in or yeah. something. Let me so. put the horse away. <laughs> me and River entertaining the group. But, uh, no, so it's just one of those things. We're at this house today, and Derek literally took a trailer load of stuff out of this house. And that led me to the whole, because in the off-road world, we deal with it too. We have people that don't clean up after themselves or, and it's just, it's a simple task. If you just throw it away, clean it up, all of these facilities and places will be around longer for us. Uh, The noise issue, we're doing better. We've got silencers and exhausts that break the, you know, aren't, aren't as loud and we're getting to the electric bikes and it's just that whole trash thing. I don't think track workers want to clean up for everybody so um it was just an issue that when when we were there today it was kind of like wow man this is this crazy people have no respect but but you're in this industry you should respect this industry even if you don't respect yourself respect those that are trying to put it on no they don't they don't and i don't that's lost yeah i don't know if we touch one person It'd be great, but uh, no, um, not much going on. The The scene is kind of quiet. We still do not have a Joe Shimoda announcement. No. Still. Um, we've seen Sexton out on the bike with the four. That's now the conversation. Unbeknownst to me, I did not realize as an amateur rider he rode number four and then went to 486 and that he rode that in his first pro stuff. So there is a, a recognition of the four. Mm-hmm. Um, also, why wouldn't you want to represent Carmichael and Baggett? I mean, that they were both pretty good mm-hmm. good guys, and, and he's a grinder. Yeah. He's a grinder, so it fits. That number kind of fits. Um, not a lot of other stuff. Oh, uh, Vare- uh, oh no, Guillaume Ferez mm-hmm. has signed with Husqvarna. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Is he replacing somebody, or is he – just being another rider. I, I don't know because they have Swole, right? Yeah. And they have RJ. RJ. Um, who else do they have? Was it just those two? Oh, uh, Cochran. Yeah, I forgot he's coming up. So Cochran so and then Ferez. So they'll be those four guys. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. It works. I'm glad to see Ferez because. He did really well in the outdoors, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know how that ride came to be with Star because, like, no one had really heard of him. He hadn't really been doing that much over in Europe and came over here, and I think the Supercross is going to be a little sketchy for him. It's Supercross always shows yeah. the talent, I suppose, but a lot of these guys are good at outdoors and not good at Supercross, And but it also, I think it gives them a, a better perspective on racing. Yeah. But everybody comes to the to america for supercross so. what do you think about the news of prado coming to test supercross that's pretty interesting yeah world champion mm-hmm. um like i said they all come over here to to ride supercross i don't know if it, i don't think it's for this year but i've heard 2025 if the test goes what they're hoping the test goes mm-hmm. like because i think it'd be dumb not to go defend his title um, yeah it's almost like a, a must. Yeah, like he defend the title. Hurlings, honestly, if you get a chance, go to Vital MX. Uh, oh, Lewis Phillips does a two-hour interview with uh, Hurlings, Jeffrey Hurlings. Mm-hmm. Great interview. 
unbelievable interview. wasn't much about the racing on track. There was a lot of talk about racing. But I always thought of Jeffrey Hurlings as this arrogance SOB. Dude, the respect he has for other riders mm-hmm. and the heights of which he talked about those riders, not just MXGP riders. He was talking about Jet. He was talking about Tomac. He was talking about Sexton. His respect level is pretty good. He's also in real estate. He also has, I think he has over 59 homes that he owns as real estate holdings. That's awesome. It's not bad. Well, it, Sexton gets the same vibe, though. Yeah. Every, everybody says he's probably the nicest kid yeah, and that's on the pro circuit. I definitely want to meet him this year because I want to change my wife's tune on him. Mm-hmm. She's just not a fan. Yeah, my kids like, love him. So. I'm like, but I've heard he's the nicest guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I want to meet him at a test track just to like yeah. break that barrier. But, uh, no, I think there's not a lot going on. I think schedules have been posted. We're still waiting on National Enduro. Last round of GNCCs this weekend coming up, Ironman at the – Ironman motocross track, mm-hmm. so you know the quality of that soil. That it's it's the race of the year. Um, so things are kind of winding down. I haven't heard a lot of off-season stuff. I know there's still World Supercross going on, but we don't even know their schedule. But uh, there's a there's there's a lot going on for not a lot going yeah. on. Um, in the, the Florida motocross world, though, we did have an incident this weekend. Uh, Robert Noah. He's huge influence in the motocross community here in Florida. Um, he went down hard at Okeechobee. Um, he, I don't know, I don't really want to get into detail, but he sustained some pretty severe injuries. Um, he's on a breathing machine right now um, down there, and uh, we we hope the best for him. Uh, I just talking to him Saturday night at Dade City, then he went straight from Dade to Okeechobee and and uh, had a pretty nasty crash. So. Um, I hope the best for him. He's actually Caleb Grove's boss. Oh. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we hope the best for him. Um, nothing but prayers and uh, safe healing at this point. Like I said, he's a huge influence. He he uh, sponsors a lot of kids at Dade, pays for their whole season. Um, he's just a, a massive influence in, in our community. So um, we, we wish him the best. Yeah, for sure. And we Those are those things you hate you hate to see yeah but it's part of the it's part of the love and it's part of the angst um car racing for years went through that with i mean god one quarter of the drivers would make it through a season and now it's rare but when they have these big ones they all kind of come together and i can see the motocross i've seen stuff on it and i've seen the motocross community kind of come together Mm. um and we'll tell you one of the coolest thing the motocross community has is each local motocross community has its own thing because of the locals but then ride to ride for ride to recovery has a huge influence i was listening to something the other day on one of the pro riders and how they helped him Mm -hmm. when he had a big crash i can't remember the rider but it was just like he didn't even hesitate it wasn't like i want to it was it just flowed into the conversation they don't even hesitate they just they're just on it and it's kind of the same way with the local motocross community not that they're going to get the ride to recovery stuff but that local motocross community comes and it's like when they did the laps for uh, the kid that died at Dade City and that community and um, I don't think we ever touched on Jeff Alessi passing away no we we didn't which is mind-blowing and and I haven't heard anything I heard I heard it was a, a massive heart attack which is weird 
for 34 years old mm-hmm. but uh but no they man talk about an influential family and to see tony alessi and michael alessi riding a bike and the doing memorial laps for mm-hmm. this, this this kid i mean he's 34 years old in my yeah. eyes he's a kid and man it's it, those things hurt he wasn't riding he wasn't riding and it's so many times we talk about how dangerous our sport is but how many of the people, that family that died in Tennessee or something the other day, they were in their RV. They didn't die from a crash on the track. They died at the track, or they die on the way to the track. It's We're all trying to go to do something we love. And, man, if we're at the track, it's almost – it's going to sound morbid. It's almost better because at least then you're doing what you oh, love. Yeah. yeah, that's the way I'd rather go, you know. You know, and, and – and, and it's, we, we wish the best. We hope for the best. And uh, we know that's probably affecting Caleb a little bit at this point. So um, we'll, if there's any updates that we can provide, we will. But uh, that is is sad, and I'm, I'm sure there will be some people racing for him this weekend. <laughs> this is Lake, everybody. Lake is a towhead. <laughs> Lake, is, uh, Lake is the next in line for the – motocross world he is soon soon <laughs> and upcoming um hope to get him on a bike very soon hey that he's already got the stasic but it shows our our everyday life this yeah this, this is real life today yeah we don't live and breathe <laughs> the fun all the time no, no. um but yeah there's tragedy has been a it's hit it's hit the sport pretty hard this year yeah. um there's there's been a whole lot of it and we don't like to talk about it really but um some of it with the riding, some of, most of it's off riding. Yeah. Um, you never know when it's going to come. So no, and it's it's just it is it is one of those things, and there's a lot of guys that go through stuff that we don't hear about. They just kind of disappear for a while, and they get hurt or they get a, a boo boo or financials or something, and then they come back and they want to go just as hard, and it it. It's kind of I think of it as like bull riders. You never see of a bull rider that just quits. They just get broken. Yep. And um, motocross is the same way. Racers are the same way. I mean, Dale Earnhardt Jr. still races three or four times a year because it's just there. No, you just can't. You can't let it go. No. You know, I I still jump jump on a bike every once in a while, but yeah. the broken the broken part kind of prevents anything from. Yeah, being competitive. It's a it's a wonderful sport, but you know, I mean, I've watched kids get broken off in softball and soccer. Yeah, and and, and you know, it's I've watched guys bonk in the marathon. Um, so, by the way, speaking of marathons, unnatural segue. You and I were on social media a lot, going through stuff, looking at things. Our logo is the flying pig. I'm online. There's this thing called the Flying Pig Marathon. I've never done a marathon. <laughs> I show it to Michelle. Michelle goes, do you think we can do it? I don't know. We start doing the research. In May, Michelle and I will be in Cincinnati, Ohio, to do the Flying Pig Marathon. I've never done a marathon. Yes, I look svelte right now. No, I've got a lot of work to do. I text my sister, who actually does marathons, and she's like, oh, you got plenty of time. I'm like... I have to be able to maintain a 16-minute pace, which doesn't sound that fast, but if you walk as fast as you can, you can do about a 15, 14-minute pace if you slow down at all. So I'm like, i got to be able to do this. So Michelle and I, Michelle and Trey Real Estate, 
we are going to go run the Flying Pig Marathon in May. Well, hats off to you because there ain't no way I'm doing that. I can tell you <laughs> honestly, there I've done a Tough Mudder. I did the 13-mile Tough Mudder. I've never – I've done many triathlons. I've done 5Ks. I've never run a 10K. Michelle and I both are kind of like, yeah, this is a one-off thing. Like, they have a half, they have a 10K, they have a fun run, and we're like, if we're flying all the way to Cincinnati, we're doing the full marathon. Mm -hmm. So training has started. We've both started our programs. But, yes, that'll be fun to see how that ties in with my racing and endurance. But I will tell you, if I do this marathon – there's not another one. And I don't have a dream of doing an Ironman. I just don't want to swim for two miles. No, never had a dream could, of doing any of that. I a could, lot of these riders do these, yeah. this, this kind of stuff. I could so. ride a bike. I could I could run. But there is no way in hell that I'm swimming 2.1 miles or whatever that is for the swim in open water. Oh, no, no, we're good. Like, we're fine. I'm not doing it. We have gators. I'm not, I'm not training in a lake. So, yes, so Michelle and I have gone crazy, and we're going to go – do a marathon so there you go. that'll be tied into the heck we may we may have a podcast regarding uh marathon training at some point and see how that see how it works with these athletes that we follow on motocross what are you doing <laughs> lake wants to know why we're out here with headphones on what are you getting ready to play lake <laughs> but so yeah, that's. Uh, but what else is going on? Anything, anything pertinent in the motocross world? I know many of those we we touch on it every time. There's probably some guys doing some underground training, getting ready for many O's. <laughs> many O's is quick and upcoming. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're we're in the middle of October already, and it's what the last week of November. Yeah, we are unfortunately registered as an alternative right now. Um, we didn't get in right away. I honestly, I kept forgetting to register, and then uh, busy with work put me behind on remembering anything. Yeah. So we are hoping, really hoping that uh, at least Bowen gets in there. So we'll be at Minio's. We're hoping to be there regardless to do some coverage. I think I'm going to go up just because I always enjoyed just going up. I never raced it, but just going up as a fan and just seeing the sights. Yeah. If not, I, I'd like to get up there and at least um, – see some of you guys and uh sit down and chat with a few people yeah. and it's a fun week it's uh the week of thanksgiving so we'll go up and maybe have thanksgiving dinner if we don't get the race and well um, just th hang out i think we'll do we'll do an episode next week early um we'll have an update on date city well i'll have a update from the gncc what, what what went on there since it was the last round and then maybe maybe we'll do our alternate schedule getting us through until many years. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We're definitely going to try to bring you guys a little taste of Supercross at Dade City here on the 28th, uh, yeah. what it's going to be like with our rider, and um, maybe get some interviews. I know there's going to be some big guys there as well. Yeah. So we'll see what we can see what we can do there. And yeah, well maybe we'll have, have some, we'll have some, what do they call that, B-roll video of stuff that goes on at the Dade City thing, maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a a, a man of the people segment during the uh, the uh, costume contest or something and there you go and uh, the pumpkin run. So uh, come come and challenge me at the pumpkin race. I'm I'm willing to race y'all. So uh, if if uh, Randy 
let us shoot some video. We'll shoot some video yeah. of that stuff. So, but I don't really have much more. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a slow time. Um, and there, we just wanted to knock out an episode because I did want to honor Oakley and Bowen for o- Oakley for getting back into it, and Bowen for just keep keep plugging away. And uh, we'll we'll talk about Dade City and and GNCC and. If we can get some information on um, Gold Cup this weekend from Orlando, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll touch on that, and then we'll see what we're gonna do from that point forward because it, it is kind of quiet. And and I and you know what, we put in 32 episodes without missing a week. It's not bad for a startup podcast to do that. And man, we do have a busy 2024. We might have two in one week with 2024. It's going to be cranking uh, so. once we hit that point. So preparations are underway, and yeah, yeah, we'll go from there. But we just wanted to get everybody out, and yes, you get to see the real life today. We had lake, we had river, we had Mia, <laughs> and uh, man, it is absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to roll down the windows on the way home and maybe jam to Lincoln Park. There you go. So take in the fresh air. Any last words? No. No. We appreciate every one of you guys. Um, Next few weeks are going to be fun. Uh, 2024 is going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm excited. But, I'm, uh, I'm excited too, and and you may see me more dressed like this because, well, I'm kind of back in swing of being a business person. So, um, but that being said, clean up after yourself. <laughs> Respect the facilities that which you're getting to ride. Respect the game that is the sport. And for Derek with. DBS Custom Fabrication and Handyman Services for Trey with Michelle and Trey Real Estate. We are Beyond the Curve, the MX Podcast, and this has been Episode 32. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. See ya.